All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Base 15 here with my good friend Sarah, and it has been a week and a half in this game. Uh, Sarah, how's it going? <laughs> good enough, Solo. Um, I'm still alive. Um, yeah, it's been quite the whirlwind. The, the days of the endless loop have begun. <laughs> and I hope that those days do not become an endless loop. So it's not an endless loop of endless loops. Well, it very, it very well could be the way that CG is planning out these Datacron sets. Um, really, really not much planning in said Datacron sets is the way we should probably put it. Yeah, I, I mean, they don't care, I don't think. Like, they, they were like, no, we don't want endless loops. And then, yeah. and then we're like, so are you going to fix them? And he's like, uh, we could wait three months. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, why would we fix them? That's that there's, there's zero point in that. Um, <laughs> he's like, that would truly be tragic if you had endless loops. <laughs> yeah. Let's don't worry. We're not going to break the game. We promise. Um, yeah. So, you know. I don't wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily consider it broken exactly, but yeah, there's um, I like it's real fun. I I, I got into this loop with the Tie Fighter pilot with EP Mara. I thought EP yeah. Mara were gonna be the ones who destroyed the team. This is on my alt, and instead it was just Tie Fighter pilot just pushing the AOE button like twelve times in a row till the team was dead. <laughs> like there was one time that Palp accidentally took a turn and I used his his like health steal ability just because I was anticipating the TIE Fighter pilot move. I was like, another one, another one, another <laughs> one. No, Palp, why did you go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um it's apparently what CG wants. I guess. Like like of all the factions to do that like of course they're gonna do the one with all, every character has an aoe they're like handing them out like oprah right. you get an aoe you get an aoe sure yeah you you may as well have an aoe too <laughs> everyone gets an aoe freaking e it's amazing <clears throat> yeah and there's there's so many there's so many loops out there that people don't realize it's it's uh luckily a lot of them can't be done on defense I, I i will say that like you can you can figure out ways around the endless loop um but with that said i mean no gl is safe <laughs> that's the way we can put it uh no no gl is safe from the empire right now nope i guess not uh which is crazy to me yeah I mean, just the fact, like, in 5v5 especially, it's like, you can go into Merciless Massacre while you're in Merciless Massacre. Like, that, it just seems so crazy to me that you're just like, sure, yeah, you may as well just start working on the next cooldown, I guess, or, or not. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's probably not the best idea to do Merciless Massacre. But, I mean, you could, I guess, if there's one guy who counters and you don't want to hit them in particular you do merciless massacre and usually the massacre like forces you to hit the person that counters and you don't like that like this time it can just let you skip it sometimes right uh it's crazy 
Oh man, it's 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 going to get silly. Um, which is, I mean, so part of this is kind of fun, right? Like part of it, everybody loved the deployable cooling systems when they were in uh, conquest. So it's some of this is what people want. <laughs> whether we want it, whether the top end players want it, is one thing. Um, some of it is actually what people are enjoying. So, um, oh, yeah, like everybody and in my former alt guilds alliance, all they're talking about is Tarkin, and like we're sitting here like, oh, this is so stupid. Um, and yet all, every all of the players in that alliance are like, this is so great. That's all they're talking about. And that's that's all they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We're we're even gonna give you that one. That <laughs> that's how much they're enjoying it. Oh um, man, that's a that's in that's a next <laughs> level of enjoyment right there. It's a lot of enjoyability. It is. <laughs> I can't blame them for that though. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, the the endless loops are here, but like kind of to stay because. It, the thing I, that occurred to me is they they've had cooldown mechanics uh, like it's not totally endless loops but like they've had like all all of them have cooldown mechanics now like all the different sets like like the bamcron where it's just like endless turns and before that in set two there's the jedi knight luke takes bonus turns forever like that i don't think endless loops are going away actually i just have to hope that there's a limited number of them yeah i agree like the tarkin one that everyone's talking about it's it's kind of easy to plot against like it's easy to counter for with your defense team um it, it so like it's an endless loop but you're going to be able to counter it and that's that's fine. And you can counter it with the current set. So it's not like, oh, set two is what's going to counter it. Mm. You can counter it with the current set. That's what I'm uh, nervous about right now is like my Bamcron is good for this season and next. And then it's gone. And then Lord Vader is going to terrorize the galaxy forever. Right. Yes. Um, it's wonderful. It's not. What's the next set going to be? Uh, see, that's that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't... I've been trying to figure this out, and everyone's like, oh, it's going to be First Order, but I kind of think that it's not going to be First Order. Actually, it would be good for First Order, though. Um, I, I mean, you could also... So there's different ways to do it, right? Uh, so yeah, yeah, first order would be nice for sure, obviously. Um, but you could also just do like Disufu for it, just like just like some of these things that like um, you know, we, we had the Inquisition, you know, had their own had their own, and then it's like, oh well, look, Inquisition are gonna suck now, and then they just got an Empire one instead, and the Empire one is arguably gonna even be better than the Stuncron one. Uh, yeah. So, like, we could have first order, but it's just you know, like the three Kylos. Yep. 
do it, you know, Dusufus. And then we can split it up like they could do it the way they've done it in the past of like, you can have light side or dark side for the, the unaligned force users. And then you could have like one other like scoundrels or something. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that the <clears throat> next set, like, so first order makes sense, right? Because we haven't had it yet that it makes sense to put that GL in there. And Supreme Leader Kylo is actually a counter to Lord Vader. And they always give you the counter to the last set in the new set. So first order absolutely makes sense in there. Um, I hope it's a fun, I really do hope that it's a fun secondary set though. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so too. I I just I'm I'm tired of dodge already solo. <laughs> you and me both, except for I was dodged four times last night by characters that don't have dodge, and Microns had accuracy error, like accuracy on their arrows. Well, um, I mean, screw you. So, sorry, that's what the game was. The game told me to <laughs> tell you that. I forgot this was middle school and that we do that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> no, I, I. So it's never fun. It is never ever fun to get dodged. Like it, I, I will say this: everyone was like so willing to give me credit for dodging or for the my opponent's dodging uh, last night in a loss, um, and I was like, well, actually, it was just blind. I was blinded a whole lot by Chupio and it was miserable and awful and I hated it, but again, I misplayed it. Actually, I could have done, could have just destroyed that team if I had been just a tiny bit smarter, but I wasn't smart enough. And, right. you know, and so Chupio's like, I will blind you forever because I have three PO to keep reducing my cooldowns. And <laughs> everyone's like, do you see how much, how many times this team is dodging? And I'm like, uh, not really the game's fault i mean it's it's you know it's the anyways it, it was interesting it's actually a really cool team because it was old ben lead and because they dodged all my shots like they kept getting a ton of turn meter because of blind like blind gave them turn meter yeah right yeah absolutely um and now I'm going to have a fun old Ben team on my back zone. Not the one that you faced, but <laughs> um, mm. that wasn't fun to watch, but it's fun to think of my opponents going up against something like that. No, I mean, I and I could have beat it if I, I had him stunned and I could have just finished him off. And that's what I should have done. Just right. Just yeah. finished him off. And then instead I was like, oh, we're just going to control everything. We'll just stun everyone. And then it just like had one time of going like a, a little bit of bad RNG on on one little interaction, and it was just done. They just galloped forward to the win, and I was like, "Man, life is hard." <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it, it is fun to imagine someone just like, "Oh no, oh gosh, that was really, that really sucked." Well, yeah, and that's actually something you could you, you don't have to have. The new datacrons to to actually replicate that that could be something that happens every three v three for you, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh man, yeah. I uh, I don't know. This set is this set is going to be interesting. Um, I don't know because 
the infinite loop teams I, I kind of don't care about. It was it was fun to use Vader the last night and just completely walk around another team while I was in Merciless. Um, but there are some really fun mechanics in it too. Like Grit is proving to be <laughs> quite good. Uh, on on like the trooper team and Iden team actually really loves grit. Um, you know, Adrad was a, a pretty good counter to that Iden team, and not anymore because grit just makes all their those exposes completely worthless. Um, interesting, yeah. And so, you know, it's. It's changing up the counters, and I don't think that that is a, like, break the game changing the counter. It's just a, huh, I need to account for this type of changing the counter. And her protection up that she gives appears based on her base health, and so the protection up she's getting is kind of crazy with Grit as well. I mean, I haven't done, like, the math or anything. It's just the eyeball test, essentially. That's fair. Uh, yeah, there's um, I just got a nest cron uh, with grit on on well like a, a cron with grit on it for nest specifically, uh, yeah. for my alt. And then I realized because uh, I'm like, man, I need to really start focusing on ad rad requirements because I've been going all crazy on, I've been putting data crons on like I, I've been really focusing on data crons for my alt. Like that's that's the thing I've been riding the wave of data crons and. Uh, whereas I know that some people find it objectionable. Someone earlier today <laughs> told me that it, um, they thought the datacrons, that the whole strategy was just dumb. And I get that. But at the same time, it's just like, um, it's getting me wins on that account. And so I have Vander Chewy randomly now on that account at Relic 5. And I need to stop the madness. And yet I have a datacron. <laughs> with grit on it for smugglers and nest wants it real bad so. yes yes exactly um so hera might need to be shunned one more time oh <laughs> uh, as as well that phoenix team should be um but yeah that that's an interesting one like so the rebels are going to go away in you know the rebel datacrons are going away at the end of this month and so han and chewy are smugglers and you can make a disgusting cron from this set with stacking offense on the level six like a whole crap ton of armor penetration and they're just just gonna erase people that's there's no other way to put it like they're just going to erase people yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, it's a very interesting thing. There's a lot of resistance to datacrons right now, and I, I really get it. Um, I get the frustration with them. Uh, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time feeling frustrated myself, and I still feel it and whatnot. Um, I, I, do, I do think that they're just never going away, and I would rather learn how to use them because I, I don't necessarily, I don't plan on quitting the pvp modes and i don't plan on quitting the game either so yeah i don't know i 
I feel frustrated by them, and I wish that they had never done Dodge. I I can't believe they've done it. Actually, I still I'm still like in denial. Like it's gonna be so frustrating. Like there's there's already been times I'm like, all right, I just missed all of my attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Frustrating. Um, especially with like now we're seeing Lord Vader's at you know eighty seven percent deflection or. Uh, 50% dodge, 50% deflection. Or in my pod, I had Tom Ford, uh, who's, you know, regular watcher here, who had 101% dodge on his TIE fighter pilot, Kron, which obviously that that can get used with Lord Vader. And it's like, I don't want to deal with any of this. That's, that's what I've come up with. I, I kind of approached this week of, I didn't change my defense once, even told, even though I told myself I was going to. Um, I didn't. I just and <laughs> five o'clock rolled around and the new round started. I was like, oh, I guess I didn't change anything. Um, <laughs> my my alt did the same. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna scout this time. Yeah. I, oh, I guess not. <laughs> and I kind of put it in my head if I face the Lord Vader that just didn't want to get beaten all right don't care this time uh datacrons have really changed my opinion on the game mode it's kind of like uh i'm gonna try until something fails and then i don't care anymore uh which is kind of a shame it's also kind of very freeing too so i don't i don't know how to take it but it's one of those like huh all right well, there you go. That happened. Move on. Who cares? Don't don't put too much effort into it. And I don't know if that's what CG should be going for with their player base. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every once in a while, I, I'm just like, you know what? Um, that, like, all right, I guess we lost hey, look, I'm actually happier now that I've lost because now the pressure's off and we can just move right along and still enjoy the game, but not care. Right, yeah. Um, so we'll see how this set goes because here's the other thing about this set is everybody got the Datacrons this, this kind of season, right? Now the conquest is over. We're still going to get, we're still going to get some over the next two weeks. Um you know, through the store and stuff. But everybody got the Datacrons. Now, next season, next Conquest season, people are just going to live in Sector 5 and just get rerolls for stats. Right? Because if you have all the level 9s and level 6s that you want, you're literally just going to sit and get the rerolls to get stats and roll... Oh look, here's fifty percent armor penetration, which is what the stat is in sec in uh, tier one and two. Or oh look, here's thirty percent dodge. People are going to enjoy this against my team. So you know it's oh. it's going to get even worse next season. Oh yeah, Jedi Master Luke with a bunch of dodge and deflection seems obnoxious as hell. Yeah. Like all of them do. Like Ray, you're like, oh, I've got you now. Oh, I don't have, I don't got you. <laughs> Never mind. Right. 
Like you're gonna we're gonna start valuing a lot of these characters and teams even more that never miss. Yes. You know, like right. that that's gonna start becoming a strategy. You're like, oh, but I've got an ace up my sleeve. I've got Boba Fett. He and his <laughs> missile never misses, even though they're called it's called a missile. No, I'm not giving you that one. <laughs> I, there was an attempt. It, I'm, you are not getting that one. <laughs> I I already took that one. <laughs> um it's yeah and so what's going to be really interesting is it's funny because lord vader is one of the ones that never misses do we start to see like in two months time do we see him come off defense and be the i'm going to solve all these problems guy no i I mean i really think that i'm just going to be taking him and ray for offense all the damn time for every single mode because they don't miss and same with yeah. Jedi Master Luke. He doesn't miss on his uh, on his special that everyone gets to use. Um, you know, and Kylo, Kylo doesn't miss on his poke, at least. Like, I'm probably just going to go full efficiency forever now, and I hate my life. Well, that's that. that's kind of where we're at, right? Um, we're, we're kind of at the full efficiency that isn't actually efficiency thing. Because... When there's that much dodge in the game, you can't, you can't be that efficient. Like you just can't rely on being efficient. Neither side can. So it's not like a, it's not a, you know, oh, I'm screwed because he's going to be more efficient type thing. Like if you have 60% dodge on a team, like he's got to worry about it too. So it's efficiency without the efficiency. Uh, you know, like this week, I had five GLs on offense the entire week and felt like I didn't have enough on offense. Go for, like that's that seems absurd, but it's kind of true because of the data crowns. Uh, yeah, it seems very silly, but you're right. Uh, yeah, like we're I, I really do think one one nice thing, I guess one one nice byproduct of a lot of these uh d- data crowns is. I'm picking up a lot of these details that I'd kind of just glossed over before, like who has special damage, who does, you know, who, who does true damage, who does physical and uh, you know, which characters always hit, which characters have, you know, always have an effect that, that impacts like it, it makes you learn all this minutia and it's all stuff that I'm capable of knowing and memorizing and learning and stuff. And I just have been too lazy to do it. And now, (laughs) now I have a reason to, and I'm like, Oh, okay. Like right. it, it, in a way, it teaches mechanics. I, I would rather trade my newfound knowledge and understanding for the bliss of not having to face dodge and deflection <laughs> as a as a like controllable stat of my opponent. Yes, yes I completely agree <laughs> on that. Um, like a, a perfect example of it is Skiff Lando, right? So I got him. Uh, or I got a level nine cron for him because I plan on getting Skiff Lando and that Java team up in the next, you know, four months. So while this set is still alive. So I went for a level nine for Skiff Lando. I have no clue if it's the right level nine, but it's the one I have. And um, it rolled a bunch of special accuracy and, uh, you know, special damage penetration. And I was like, huh, I wonder, I wonder if this actually applies. It doesn't. Uh, he's a physical guy, um, but I honestly would have probably never looked at that in the past, and now I do. Now I know. 
because you know. of the Quran. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that that kind of stuff does translate to success later in the game. I mean, just knowing what different characters do, like it's also a modding thing. Like that. That's one thing that I've I, I have paid attention to. Like certain key characters who, uh, you know, it's like, well, if they do special damage, you need some kind of mechanic to either get them crits or you need to just ignore crits and just maximize their offense. You know, like Mother Talzin yeah. is a great example of that, or Grandmaster Yoda, um, a few different characters, because they're the special offense is so gaudy that adding extra offense percent is just so nice. Uh, and then some of them, it's like, well, you can also get them to close to 100% crit and you get that gaudy damage. Some of them, it's like, well, even after you do all the modding, all the everything, you're only going to be at like 40% crit chance. <laughs> special <laughs> special offense is so silly with that. It really, oh, yeah. it really is. Yeah, it is. And then you're like, oh, maybe I could find a mechanic to always give them advantage. I, I don't know. But, you know, like you can... You can kind of like for modding, you have to pay attention to that to some degree. But, but yeah, I'm I'm learning it on a whole new level now. I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, this person, like like for instance, Echo, the five hundred first Echo. I I for forever I just thought he was special damage, but apparently he does half special, half physical. Yeah. Yep. So th th things like that that you know, like maybe everyone else knew and I just didn't, but it didn't really matter because really, who cares about like. Echo's thought like, hey, I'm just going to do so much damage. It's like, right. I'm going to stun people with my grenade and dispel things and whatnot. Um, yeah. You know, his utility is different, but... Yeah, I mean, the only thing you needed to know to separate the special and physical damage dealers in the past was, oh, I can't use a crit damage set on this guy. Like, that, that, that was the only reason you ever needed to know the difference between the two otherwise you still mod them mostly the same you still you know did all the same things all the same moves it was just one you can't put a crit damage set on because he has zero crit chance that that's it yeah yeah that's true <laughs> yeah um so yeah I, I guess it's nice to know a little bit more about the game but at the end of the day i've what I would like to know about the game is when CG intends to cancel dodge and deflection. Next set. So in a month and a half. I guarantee you there's something next set that counters it. So I guarantee there's going to be something that bites me real hard right in the ass. But I'm going to say it right now. If people want to have a huge impact with Lord Vader right now, uh, like in on defense if you're putting him on defense don't give him dodge give him deflection so then fennec misses all of her shots yeah yeah i i i hate myself for telling people that because that's uh, like it's, it's totally gonna it's gonna be obnoxious or or just get 50 percent of each and fennec will miss enough because she has to right now you need the bam cron to make it work and if you do the Bam Cron, then uh, you don't have accuracy on it. Right. Because it's, it's set three, it's not set four. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... it's oh, Man, it's going to be interesting. It's, oh God. Next set. I'm very... So here's the problem with the, the four-month rotation now is 
I'm already very excited to see what next set is going to be about. And we have to wait like six more weeks. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. So, and this set is, so this set I think is truthfully worse than the 25% turn meter ones because there's a lot of teams that counter the 25% turn meter ones. Like I, this, this set is scarier than set two to me. And way scarier than set one. Everyone was so happy to see Super Ray leave the game. Good Lord, just wait. Just wait with this Lord Vader. Uh, there's not going to be a happy person at all in the month of December when this is the fourth month of Lord Vader just being disgusting. Um, yeah, I, I, I laughed and everyone's like, thank God set one's gone. I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I don't know like what God you're praying to and thinking yeah. is like, if that same God provided set four, like, <laughs> I I don't think you keep saying that phrase. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think you are going to enjoy set four. Like right now set four is a little bit like we're, we're kind of in the fun stage of like, uh, you know, Yay, we get to get all these cool new crons and everyone's got Darth yeah. Vader and most people in the competitive circles at least have Dash. And so we're all playing and splashing around and it's a joyous occasion getting all these cool <laughs> data crons uh, because it's fun to some degree. And then next month when we're doing Conquest again and we're still in set four, reality is going to set in that all anyone is farming. And you said this before, but all anyone is farming is going to be Dodge. That's what they're going to be farming. People are going to be like, so yeah. what are you farming in Conquest? They'll be like, Dodge, Deflection. Those are the two. That's the currency of set four next time. Everyone's going to be do going to be farming that, and that's it. And we're going to be all all make ourselves make each other sick and hate the game with <laughs> all the dodges. Yeah. Mark my words. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun. Maul will be like, Darth Maul will be like, you guys thought it sucked with me. <laughs> like when i was the meta <laughs> i don't know what to tell oh. you guys he's like they aren't even they still aren't even using me like they just bypassed me like i didn't see any teams with darth maul this this uh you know what time. that's that's a good point neither did i i mean i placed the old ben lead i didn't right. place the darth maul lead yeah it's it's kind of making me laugh though i'm, I'm wondering what? So, with the new Savage Omicron, and that that's kind of emerged as a contender for frustration yeah. for people too. I'm wondering if Savage under Darth Maul lead would be a little more obnoxious too, or not? I can't decide. It would. Because... I I am I am um very tempted to do Darth Maul lead with a Dodge Cron and Star Killer. Hmm. That's uh, that's uh, that's very tempting to me um <laughs> it's a shame the savage Gron doesn't work in that team because obviously you would have two sith um but oh but i wonder how savage would do on that team actually yeah because he yeah. i have to i have to look does he counter or is that just the the dooku cron that i was watching someone use i don't remember uh, i don't know or dooku uh, lead i mean i have to look but yeah, I it's it's so this is the funny thing about this set is I I always split Star Killer off of, um, 
off of EP in 3v3. In 5v5, I don't. In 3v3, I always did, though. And now this set is kind of demanding you do because EP, Mara, plus TIE Fighter Pilot or Tarkin is really strong. And you don't want to put Darth Vader lead with Starkiller because Darth Vader can beat GLs right now by himself or with Talon. So it's kind of like Starkiller's kind of trying to find a home at the moment. Um... and I I think Darth Ball is a good option there. Uh, having him with Dooku is a decent option there. But, like, I kind of feel like Starkiller is just kind of taking a backseat to the set four Datacrons. Well, it's an interesting thing because... Oh, actually, I, so I think, uh, yeah, the shape of Starkiller is looking way different. Because my, my alt, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, okay, it, the thing about it is... Uh, EP Mara Starkiller will generally kill General Skywalker. Typically, that's what happens. Yeah. Like, be, but every once in a while, like in my match two, I think, Arsenal tried to use Starkiller, and my General Skywalker was like, you know what? I'm tired of always being repressed. I'm tired of just getting like all these awesome teams shoved up my hindquarters. I'm going to do something about it. And he actually killed a whole Starkiller team on his own. And I was like, oh, that's awesome, man. Thank, thank you for that. Um, uh, but here's the thing, like, that that's scary, right? Like, that can happen. Yeah. Every once in a while, General Skywalker just eats that team. And so I was like, wait, I need something else. And so I took Vader with Old Ben instead of my alt to counter General Skywalker, uh, you know, with, with Starkiller. And so Vader just did an endless loop. He did... right. So he did Merciless Massacre, he did Force Crush on Skywalker so he didn't get hit back, and then he did Basic Basic, and it got Starkiller to assist assist, and eventually I got my Star Destroyer of Healing, I timed it just right, so that Skywalker fell down, I killed the clones, he stood back up, sent the Star Destroyer down, full banners. Um, (laughs) And it was was lovely, you know, like, I I would imagine you could do that to any team, though, and just have Starkiller assist them to death actually without the star destroyer feeling being even being necessary probably yeah um yeah probably it's so it man this is i like i don't i really don't know how i'm going to use star killer uh because what you said is definitely obviously true because you did it um but like Let's say you keep Star Killer on offense, right? And then you use Darth Vader without Star Killer to take out a ray because he can, and that's that's a value buy. So like you're not gonna turn down using two manning a ray team. And then it's like Star Killer just sits there, kind of being like, Hey guys, I'm here too. You already used EP Mara uh with TIE Fighter Pilot to take down something strong. You use Darth Vader to take down something strong. Like, I, I'm here too, guys. Don't forget about me. <laughs> oh, that's that's also true. I mean, yeah. I You, you can make other teams without... I, I do... Yeah. I just like the... I like the added value of Starkiller right now. Um, But you're right. I don't know. Maybe we just give him a light side team. You know? Just yeah. like give him a Jedi and Visas, and you're like... 
uh, go forth and do weird things because I, I, I haven't even considered anything with you guys. Right. right. So the, this past week, I had him on defense with um, Old Ben and JT Arcs and a 30% dodge crown. So he had 45% dodge because I'm going to I'm going to lean into the horribleness. Um, and I man, the one bad part about when we when we uh, record this podcast is GAC history usually isn't up yet. And right. I want to see what it was killed with. It was one shot every single time. So I want to see what it was killed with. And unfortunately we can't yet. Oh yeah. Yep. Unfortunately. I know. Uh, well, did you run into any Savage uh, Omicrons? I did not. Okay, so I, I faced two people with them, and I was so afraid of them, I just threw a Galactic Legend at them. Yeah. Because yeah. they are pretty terrifying. Um, yeah, Savage is a monster. He is a diabolical a-hole, and I, <laughs> and I he's now a di- diabolical a-hole on my team. <laughs> and that's that's truly all that matters um, i know all is right in the world i'm like should i do this for my alt too and just like put hera on on the way back burner <laughs> uh, poor hera she is gear she is relic three i'm just like you don't get more relics for now nest gets more <laughs> relics apparently so does vander so does basically everyone who wants them besides you <laughs> oh hmm. Life is hard if you're Hera, I think, on my roster. But, I mean, I, I need to get her to five so I can get my profundity and all that. But I, I will say this. For whatever reason, uh, and probably just because I'm on a win streak right now, I've just been doing really well, and that it'll end eventually, and it'll change shift course again. I have been enjoying my alt a lot more. And it's not because Datacrons are so, like, I have fewer of them. Uh, because I lean on them so much more. Like, they're so much more of a yeah. crutch. It, it's the planning around them that's so fun. Like, trying to figure out how to make, how to how to take that team with only two Galactic Legends. Like, this this week, I went 3-0 and and just beat the crap out of three people with six Galactic Legends each with only two of my own. And it's all because my planning around Datacrons and my over maybe over-investment or whatever you want to call it has led to success with them, like unprecedented success. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. My main is just like, oh, I have to have all of them. I have to have everything. Yeah. My alt is like, well, I have limited resources. What can we do? And that, that's been a lot of fun. Well, and that's, that's part of the thing about Datacrons is it lets you punch up. We've said this a bunch before, but it lets you punch up. Um, it's really good for people that invest in them, especially with the smaller accounts, because you can punch up so much. Like, you have a mod disadvantage, you can make up for it. You have a roster disadvantage. If you have the right data grounds, you can make up for it. Um, yeah. And so... I see a lot of people complain about Datacrons that could use them the most. Like at the top, everybody has to have the, them and everybody has to have the right ones. Um, but man, if you, if you are 
what like a an eight million account, and you have the dash one, like you're you're gonna do a lot of silly things. Um, if you if you yeah. can pull just one Empire level six, which means your Darth Vader has to be R five, and who doesn't have a decent Darth Vader, right? You're taking out Ray again. Like, how is that? That you know, that's not the well. You don't. You have to have the right datacrons. Like that's that's one Empire cooldown at level six. I was able to take out a bunch of GLs. Um, so I, I I do think that these datacrons are good for a lot of people. That the question is, do they want? Do they want to invest in them? And that's. I think that's kind of where CG has missed the boat in in selling them to people. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I've talked to people who are, they're like, well, that's neat, but I don't want to play with them. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and just try to convince you that they're valuable because I, I have serious res- reservations about a lot of the things about Datacrons anyways. However, right. if, if I've decided to embrace it, I mean, I, I'm not going to just go half-heartedly. I'm just going to be like, all right, let's plan around this. How can I kick some ass with this, you know, get, given the circumstances? Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I can understand why people don't want to do it. Right. And, and you're right. CG has missed, has, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. That, that's not a criticism of people, to be clear. That's like... CG did a horrible job of making people want these, <laughs> which is a problem because this was very clearly their focus for their content. Um, right. For, and they, they very clearly put a large investment into these and they didn't sell them. Uh, I do think, I do think switching from three sets back down to two sets is going to help with some of the complaints. Um, you know, so I, I think that will help because there's less, there's just less going on. Um, so it, it's less quote unquote confusing for people because there's, there's less you have to know. Uh, so I, I think that will help, but like, we were saying at the beginning, this set does so much that it might actually feel like if you have two sets when it's only this one set. Right, it's true. Um, I mean, and, and that's the thing. I mean, I would be really interested. I, I just I can't can't do it. Um, I wish I could have a my my second alt, like my third account again, because uh, you know, and I have access to it. Like I I could revive it if I wanted to and stuff. Um, but just the planning around that is really tricky like my my 7 million accounts my 7.5 million it's like it's quickly becoming the land of relic fives actually yeah. like everyone who, like all my jedi now are relic five because i need that flexibility because i never know what which jedi i'm going to use like it's always just like this weird mishmash like there's a nice right. thing about about being so incredibly outgunned is you have to go efficiency style which means i get all my jedi for offense like not a single jedi is on defense ever and <laughs> but i'm like you know what mace i know yesterday you were with uh jedi master kenobi today you get to sit with Padme, even, you know, you get to sit with Jedi yeah. Master Luke, Jedi Knight Luke, Jedi Revan, like he's, 
he gets he gets said all over the place, but everyone is Relic Five because I need that flexibility with Datacrons. Um, and uh, I I don't know that I would have the luxury on my Prevailman account, my four million whatever account, to be able to have that many Relic Fives. And also, my my main account or my alt account has a bunch of Empire that are kind of developed a little bit. I don't know how it would work on Prevailman. Where I'm like, yeah, I probably would have one squad, but like right now, Empire is really like Empire level six. That's what you need, you know. Right. The level yeah. six Datacrons for for Empire. Um. Yeah. I, so I don't know how it would work for a lower account. I sometimes I wish that I could plan around that because that that would probably help a lot of people too to be able to, you know, we could all collaborate and figure it out, but. You know, datacrons are less interesting, I think, at the lower levels, or maybe more stressful because you don't have them, and you feel like you should. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, you know what I think the biggest problem is because conquest is now over, um, so there's no way to get the datacrons themselves, and um, I was selling seven to ten a day. But that's because I was doing up through the 100s in refreshes. Um, and so there are a lot of people that just can't afford to do six refreshes in Conquest every single day to grind a node. And there's a lot of people that tried to get Datacrons, wanted to get Datacrons, and CG just said, you're not, you're not going to get Datacrons. Um, which I think is part of CG's sales problem of, and I, I understand in theory why they did it. They're, they're saying you have two months to farm these. We're going to restrict how much you get, um, because it's spread out over two months more, but at the same time you have people, like, I can't tell you how many people I saw that said, I did two refreshes today. I didn't get a single Datacron. And you you don't want to chase those people out. Like for me, if you do six refreshes, the data crunch are going to come. Like they're just going to come uh, because you know law law of averages. They're going to come. But CG did a horrible job, a horrible job of people shouldn't be doing uh, two refreshes and getting absolutely zero datacrons that are sitting there like, I have all these resources. I want to engage with your content. Why won't you let me? Um, I, I think, no. oh, man, it, it's like, I, I don't, I don't understand that part of the logic. Like have, have a fail safe, have, have it at a 15% drop rate. And if you've done, you know, seven, seven uh battles on that node and you won seven times has have a fail safe that one will drop on the seventh battle <laughs> but solo uh, solo people were people were overwhelmed with the number of level zeros that they had right and now they're <laughs> they're very overwhelmed and that that's the funniest part like some of these people are like <sighs> i after set one dismantled i can bring up 10 10 datacrons i can have 10 level three datacrons and i can have three level six datacrons because i have this investment i invested in them in set one and now set four came and i'm being rewarded for that investment and i 
can't get a single datacron to drop because I can't I can't afford to pay, you know, what is it, four hundred and fifty crystals per day in conquest. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I there's there's a lot going, on. man. Yeah. This 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 is such an interesting such an interesting setup that they have. Like we we have, they have us talking about datacrons. Half half the people here probably don't even want to listen to datacrons talk to be honest but but like that's that they dominate the game now for better or worse that like we got this cool new mod update and like there's the new slicing stuff and it's like well it's not as important as datacrons yeah yeah i mean lord lord vader right now is more important than anything else in the game yeah 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 um so you've you've actually had some good luck with the mod rolling re-rolling madness, haven't you? I have. On the first day, I added three plus twenty-fives to my account. <laughs> it's it's slowed down a little bit since then, since I'm not paying any money for them. I think you, I can't remember where you said it, whether it was a stream or a chat or something. You kind of called them a side game, and I agree with that. Like they are a fun side game. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, it's like now, and they kind of made it. It seems like maybe that was their intent because they they just made it instantly farmable. When was the last time? So people were like, "Dude, I can't. You you were wrong. You were wrong." Because like, <laughs> I, I predicted that they it was gonna be, and I was pretty confident. I'm still some. It's like part of me is still confident that they're gonna only be exclusively in packs for a while, even though I know that's right. not the truth. But like. When was the last time they just released something to be instantly farmable and usable for energy? Just like, hey, here's this new like game mode or a new aspect to the game that we're not putting in, in a paywall or like controlling in really small amounts. Um, like they're just like, hey, here's this new feature, and if it's farmable immediately, go for it. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, was it Bodhi Rook when he was released directly to the Galactic War store like <laughs> like five years ago? And people still did, haven't geared him up. Uh, yeah, probably was. <laughs> Including me. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the drop rate's not bad. I'm getting like essentially one slice a day. Oh, that's that's not like for that. That's like three refreshes. I'm guessing. Yeah, and yeah. actually, it's not all the refreshes. Part of that's probably been. They also have a calendar, like you know, their their free monthly calendar that came with it. So part of that is probably also that. But I I also I'm getting I'm getting enough that I'm like cool. This is this is cool. I like it. Good content. Good content. Um. Yeah. But it, it's also not overwhelming me at the same time like it's not a oh my god i have to sit here and plan out the next four mods because i'm getting too many of this no it's it's a nice little thing i, I was like oh hey look i have a bunch of them i guess i'll just go ahead and try them oh that was disappointing but let's move on like <laughs> whatever the i what i will say and gosh i i hate being i say hate using dirty words all but this just makes me feel like we're definitely getting seven dot mods. Maybe not like real, real, real soon. Maybe we'll get relic 10 first, which is also a dirty word. Dear Lord. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, and I'm just swearing up a storm here, but um, 
I think we're going to have 7.mods here soon because they made all of these materials for 6e mods like too accessible. Like I, I love how accessible they are. I'm like, yes, all the mod battles. We're not farming new mods. Screw old, screw new mods. Yeah. We're we're gonna just upgrade the existing mods because they're I can farm the little yellow things again. And I can farm the stupid pulse modulators. Like uh, yeah, and the circuit breaker modules. I had to look at them. The 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 module yeah. the module farms. Like it it's too easy. Uh, like and you know, you get <laughs> you get the the other, the smaller, like the purple. I always think of them as like the purple set and the blue set, like the one the <laughs> primary piece to yeah. be able to upgrade them. Like you can get them in the same place, you know. It's like the lion and the lamb existing together in peace and harmony. It's it's paradise, and it's not gonna last. Like now, I don't have a reason to buy those weekly packs, there or the the bi monthly packs or whatever they are that that give us thirty of the circuit yeah. breaker modules. I could just farm them on my own, real easy. Like well, I don't I don't need to spend money on them. Yeah, so that that I'm at, at well, I say I'm kind of surprised about. I I kind of don't think that seven dot mods are coming as fast as everyone else is saying. Because uh, that's the first thing that was said after the update is everybody in the game screamed like seven dot mods are coming. I don't know. I don't know if that is the case. Um, I kind of look at this as. CG saying you're not getting actually Rokaran just said it calibration is in place of seven dot mods. Mm. That that's how I'm looking at it, and there's a lot of money being spent on it right now. Uh a lot of money because of that twelve ninety nine pack. But <laughs> okay, that, that's fair. Yeah, but, I, I'm sure that there's certain accounts <laughs> that are just skyrocketing their number yeah. of plus twenty fives, and it's like you didn't need to skyrocket. You already outnumbered me five to one. Like right, the, like the accounts that are doing that are spending the money are just like all right, yeah, yeah. But like seven, <laughs> seven dot mods. I don't think. I just don't see what they can add. Like, what is a seven dot mod going to add? Is it going to add? Is it just going to max out and give you five rolls of every every stat on the mod? Who knows, man? I, I'm not sure what what Seven Dot would do. I, I do think they would escalate the stats one way or another. Like, like my guess would be that they would do something where you could just upgrade to Seven E again. So you get you get them to Six A, but and that's easy now because it's all farmable. And then the next step is Seven. E and that's it. They don't give us a way to upgrade them, but the base stats all go up. You know, the speed all goes up by one more or something. You know, the the offense is modified again. Like maybe the flat offense is actually you know boosted considerably from six to seven. I I don't know. I'm just yeah. just spit spitballing. But um, <clears throat> yeah. Here's the thing. I thought mod calibration was going to be that as well. I thought it was going to be the in place of seven dot. And I, I totally agreed. And then they just released them to farm easily farmable in, in the, the mod battles now. And it's like, well, that, that's, that's clearly not something as big of a deal to them as seven dot. Well, so here's the question because I think, 
I think this is happening because, quite frankly, people aren't interacting with mods. You know, we live in in the top, right? We live in the tippy top where people have 320 plus mods. Um, right. Where people are deleting their plus 17s. Right. I'm like, um, I'm like, I'm deleting some plus 10s. <laughs> <laughs> There, there are, I guarantee you, 390,000 people, you know, 390 out of the 400 and something thousand people that play this that just don't interact with mods. I think recalibration is their way, well, recalibration and making everything easier is their way of getting people to engage with mods. Because the the number like the number one stat that people talk about when when you look at mobile games any games really not just mobile games but uh is engagement like when they go to an investor meeting they have to sell the investors on engagement in something right because investors aren't going to give money just for the sake of giving money and i think i think this is their way of saying it, it's time for you to engage with us like look at me engage damn it um which is why i think the datacrons being so hard to get is stupid because it's preventing engagement but i think i i think i don't think it's seven dot mods coming like i i legitimately don't i i actually believe crumb when he said at the beginning of the summer we haven't even looked into seven dot mods I mean, you, you could be right. I'm not. Uh, it's. I think I think Relic Ten is coming first, frankly. Um, that yeah, that I, I like. Completely agree. I think TB is Relic Ten. Um, that's what I think. I think TB is Relic Ten, and everyone is going to. Um, gosh. And it's yeah. going to be for the attackers. Relic Nine was for the tanks. Congrats on getting him there. Here comes. Here comes Relic 10 <laughs> for the attackers. I hope not, man. I mean, you're probably right. I, I, uh, it makes me sick to think of, but yeah, I mean, it's all, everything's farmable now. Like the, right now, the door is open. Whether or not they've looked at seven dot mods right now, by now. Um, and you're right, may, maybe that's not a thing. Maybe that won't be a thing. But whether or not they're doing something with mods or with relics, um, it's all wide open right now because yeah. everything is farmable now. Right. At least to some degree. Like, you can even get the droid brains farmed through shipments, you know? Yeah. Like, it's it's all available to everyone. And I, I the, yeah. What do, what, what do you think? Maybe we'll get Relic 10 and then they'll start going back to gear. It's like you have to get to Relic 10 <laughs> and then you and then you have to get Rel like then gear 14 is here. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> as funny as that is. Um, yeah, I, I um, think I think the beauty of relics is it doesn't look like you're farming gear when realistically you're farming more gear than you ever farmed before. <laughs> That's yeah, oh, yeah, it's um. It's a trap, man. I just discovered that Professor X does not have very many of the chromium or the the no, it's not chromium, the carbonite level 
relic materials anymore. Like they're all just gone. Yep. That that legitimately happens. Um Yeah. Much faster than you think it will. Um Yep, they're all gone. I'm like, well, maybe maybe not farming relics on this account wasn't so bad after all. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's it's tough, man. I, I do so you know, not to get into this whole huge debate. One one of the things that I've really enjoyed though about this game is obviously like resource management is is a thing. And so being a whale, uh, you know, where I, I could just spend a lot of money to kind of fix the the little defects in my mm-hmm. account develops over time that I'm like, oh shoot, I should have gotten more of that. I guess I'll spend some money. Now I have it. Cool. Um I've really been enjoying that aspect of my alt to be able to like really, really dig into like I I don't, I have limited resources trying to plan around it. And, um, you know, and that this is, you know, not, I know that you don't love Omicrons because of, because of, uh, you know, you want to play both game modes and it's, it's really tough to balance. It's, uh, you know, that's part of what I like though, is because all of my choices are more meaningful. Uh, you know, I, I have enjoyed the resource management of this but, game. All right, so let me ask you a question. If you just don't care about one of the game modes, does it make it more meaningful? Uh, I mean, I am actually putting Omicrons <laughs> on my on my characters in that um, in that, or at least I'm planning around it right now. I am <laughs> so um, because I yeah we won't get into the omicron debate i still think it's the worst thing that's ever happened to this game um i know i shouldn't have brought it up but (laughs) um i i do like the the resource management aspect of it uh you're right you're right that it can be frustrating i i don't know i i think that you know (laughs) try i just recently on my main put one on juhani like not great doesn't feel great um you know and i'll probably end up putting one another one on either uh you know either dead bod or on grand inquisitor here pretty soon so you know <laughs> finally catching up with the times um uh, what's a man to do yeah it, said be- it, it is sad it's 100 percent sad because it's only good for one game mode um by design. Anyway, sure. anyway, we we've we've been down this path, and we will we shall go down this path again. I'm sure in the future. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, that'll be good. That'll be fun. I'll I'll look forward to that. But yeah, <laughs> but today is not that day. Today today is not <laughs> that day. There's nothing good. Um, because I we we have. I mean, God, in one month we have Ben Solo coming out and all three of his Omicrons look needed. Then we have Chrysanthemum, who has has um, <laughs> has an Omicron. And Prime, don't you put that evil on me. Um, but then, <laughs> you know, we have TW, TW Omicrons for Java. Uh, and Java's coming out at the same time as Ben Swallow. It's it's almost it's almost amazing how that works out. That all the characters that you want geared immediately come out at the same time. We assume because they haven't announced the date, but um, you know. And then what's going to happen at the end of the year when we all want territory battle Omicrons? 
Oh, I know. Uh, that That's the big question. Like, we're, we're definitely going to get some territory battle ones. And I, I'm guessing... Okay, so here's here's a question. Do you think Andor, the, the new show is coming out, Andor's coming out, Um, are we going to get a new Cassian or are we just going to keep the same, the old one and he's just going to get like an Omicron and it's like, oh, good enough. Like, we already have Cassian. Uh, I think we'll get a new one, but not immediately. Well, at the start of the show, we're going to get the territory battle Omicron on Cassian. And then I think... At the end of the year, we might see Cassian characters. Okay. Uh, so, uh, a follow-up question then. Uh, do you think we're going to get Saw Guerrera? Because I asked this during my uh, plan video last week. Uh, it seems like we're primed to get Saw. He's in... Uh, so I said five different places. People corrected me and said six because uh, not only is he in all the different shows and movies and stuff, he's also in uh, Jedi Outcast, the the video game Jedi Outcast oh, or yeah. Jedi. Is that what it's called? Uh, Fallen Order. Maybe that's what it is. Um, Fallen Order. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know where Outcast came from, but <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's in that as well. So it, it seems like we should get him. Plus. He's in Andor, plus Mon Mothma is the unlock character or the, the free one for the calendar this year or this Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's just because of the Cassian show. I hope we don't get Saw Gerrera. I There is few characters in Star Wars that I hate more than Saw Gerrera, which is, I, don't like I, I, I will say, for Star Wars, that was excellent character development to get me there. Um, his character is just a dick. I don't like him. So I hope that we don't get him. <laughs> oh yeah, like he he is an uncompromising dick for sure. Like there's there's no doubt it's, about it. Right. I mean that. So so is Emperor Palpatine though. Yeah, but in a different way. Well, because Emperor Palpatine's not intended to be a, like a pseudo good guy. Right, he's not. And Sagrera, there's nothing good about Sagrera. Like, Palp is there to be the one you hate. Like, he's set up to be the bad guy. Sagrera is... Like, he's not even an anti-hero. He's just a bad man that claims that he's good. So like, that's, I, I like that's the, all he is. I like the conflict around him. I like the gray area where he... It's like... Because every once in a while you're like, man, okay, I agree with some of what you're saying, but oh, don't do don't do that to to get to there. Like, don't I'm not okay with that. I'm okay with him. Like, you know, like you have the same objective, but he's willing to he's willing to do all sorts of crazy things for it. And like the conflict there, it's like, well, if you do it his way, it'll actually get done. And if you don't do it his way, the chances are it'll never happen uh, which which one do you want more like i like the gray area of it and you're right like most of the time i'm like i don't like him but i like the fact that he's unlikable in the space of pl of people who are almost universally likable and okay. he has you know, similar objectives so if you add him to the game then where does he find a home uh, he'd have to i i guess i just envision him as a rebel uh fighter leader like mon mothma basically yeah but I, so and that that's the case but we already have the mon mothma team we they already built the adrad team which is brand new so in the past year or two probably two 
we every year we've gotten a new rebel fighter team like are they really going to release four more rebels now to give to saw because like wedge and biggs would never fight with saw right and they never did and they probably wouldn't you don't want to break up the bon mothma team the Adrad team is brand new so if they add saw where does he go I mean, there's still quite a few uh, rebel fighters that would probably go with him. I don't know, like Hoth Rebel Soldier might do that. You know, you could put you could put Lando with him. You could put you know Turret and Bays kind of had interaction with him. I, I don't know, like I think they you didn't could maybe like do him. it. <laughs> they didn't really like him. Um, so that's why I don't think we're going to see Saw Guerrero just because he doesn't fit with anything that we have like they'd have to build a brand new faction around them uh maybe i i mean and they've already shown that they would be capable of it like the partisans i think is what his group is called like they they could do that yeah. oh um, they could it's well and i think that it would be fitting as theme thematically for the time period because saw guerrera it like out of all the rebels he's probably the most active because he starts it's like the empire like takes over you know, it's like it's the transition from Galactic Republic to Empire, and he's like, oh, time to go to war again. Sorry, guys. Like, I guess that's, that's what we're going to do forever, you know? And that he just fights till he dies, you know? Um, they, they could make a faction for him, or they could just, you know, use existing rebel characters. And, I mean, it doesn't always have to make sense, the, the characters that go with whoever. Um, I will, I guess, I, I also think that maybe he's important enough that he would be like an unlock character too like you slowly earn shards for him over time in the territory battle yeah well then then we know <laughs> then we know he's a long way off right cuz that's that's going to be reva this this territory battle uh, well so most of them are i'm trying to remember like the hoth one at least you had ones that you could Let's see, because there, there were multiple ones that you could unlock and then also farm, right? Yeah, because we got we got uh, the IPD and Wampa in the Hoth battle, at least. And uh, for for you use GT, yeah, because in in uh, Geonosis, Geonosis, we also had the capital ships that you could unlock with GT two. Yeah, I so. God, I would be so disappointed if it saw Guerrero. So disappointed. I really hate his character so much. Like, I see him... I feel bad because I like the actor. Um, I see him come on and I just completely turn off. I dislike everything. And they keep adding him into places, like... And I don't want to see it. Like, he, he doesn't... He, and he doesn't actually do anything except for kill people. And usually his own faction like he gets his own faction killed that's what he does so there you go there there's his mechanic saw Guerrero kills one member of his team and he becomes stronger all right so we'll just lump this in with uh omicrons then saw Guerrero and omicrons well Solo he's hates. not in the game so it's a, it's a different type of hate and like Farrell said he's so pouty like all he does is cry oh sure i, I mean i I don't think I'd like him in person. I just, I, like, I, I always cringe, honestly, when I see him in the game or in, in the show and stuff. I'm always like, oh, gosh, like, this isn't going to be, like, 
why can't it ever be easy saw like why can't you just you know do things the way we want you to like he's very difficult he's 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 challenging i just i think i think he adds an an interesting dynamic to the idea of like these noble hearted rebels that you know like he's like you know what you guys are too good like you're too nice our goal is to kill the empire we'll just do it however we can like he's a terrorist i i guess but he's on like he adds that dimension to it like i'm not saying that i like terrorism i i'm just saying <laughs> like it adds it a, a it's a complex situation and i don't think that a character like him is totally out of uh the realm of you know possibility i think it's actually fairly likely that you'd have a faction like that yeah well, i i don't know but anyway we we've gone far afield on this <laughs> one of why i hate saw Gerrera. um and why you all should too. Uh, and Aldo, I completely disagree with that. I completely disagree. When the Empire names you number one terrorist, it doesn't mean that you're doing a good thing. It does not mean you're doing a good thing. Because Saw killed a lot of innocent people. Oh yeah, I watched I watched Rogue One recently with my boys, and yeah, you know, I I was like, so is this okay? What they're doing? And you know, we just like stopped the movie and just like talked about it for a while. And... <laughs> and the answer is no like what no. he does is not good he's not he's not i mean he's killing empire soldiers i think everybody would like him if he killed empire soldiers but like he's just killing innocent empire civilians that doesn't make him a good person well, i never said it made him a good person i just no, I, I may think it made him an interesting person yeah i'm i will just say no to terrorists um All anyway right. Anyway, <laughs> um, so oh, we started yeah, this with Omicrons, and there's actually an interesting podcast question that's not related to Omicrons, but it is at the same time of the difference between territory wars and GAC. So let me ask you this in territory wars, and I'm going to disagree with the question a little bit, but there's no real benefit of undermanning in, or pinching protection in territory wars. Do you think it would be better if TW was scored like GAC? Uh, I mean, I'd be interested to hear what your thoughts are. Um, I, I honestly, I I like that. I like that there is a certain level of uh, of like. So so originally when we were doing territory wars, um, I, I was just like, just get the win. I don't care. Just get a, get a sixteen, yeah. a twenty. They're all the same. But then when I I joined like a a pretty hardcore territory war guild. Um, they're like, no, 16s are awful. Like you lose on 16s. And it makes sense that they would have that focus. And it, you know, it kind of shifted my perspective a little. I, I don't necessarily love the idea, however, of making it so that there's shades of gray beyond that. Um, because things happen and it's like, oh, sorry, guys, I dropped three banners because someone did a last minute AOE and I just really couldn't help it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, people are going to be like, well, could you really have not helped it? Or are you just lying to us? Like you have that extra strain <laughs> and scrutiny. I, right. I kind of like, it's like, well, I lost a full character. Like it's less, it's less to make excuses about. You're like, yeah, I was negligent to the point that I lost a full character. So sue me, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I, I like that there's not as much variation in those scores, but I'd be yeah. interested to hear what, like you've done competitive territory wars longer than I have at this point by a pretty significant margin. Um, 
So, first off, there is an, there is a benefit to undermanning. The there's you don't get an increased score like you do in GAC, but you don't lose more characters. Like if you go in with C Watt against somebody and win, you're gonna lose Watt and you're gonna get 19. If you go in with C Watt plus two. You're gonna unless it's Gar, obviously, Prime. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna lose three characters and you're gonna get a 17. So there is actually a benefit to undermanning in some cases, but sure. I I do think that you don't want the two game modes to be the same. Like everything in the game can't be like one one particular game mode. Like it's it opens up the counters that you can use when the scoring is different. If, if you keep the teams the same, or if you keep the scoring the same, all that's going to happen is you're going to use the same exact counters that you use in TW and GAC. And it's not, it's not going to be, um, it's, it's not going to be as interesting. Um, like in TW, it, so I know most guilds don't do this, but like when you start to get into the top end of TW, you start getting some really, really strange team comps because the whole idea is get your 20. You know, the, a counter that only gets you 19 is not a good counter. Sometimes it's a necessary counter, like C Watt against Ray. Like sometimes it's a necessary counter. It's not a good counter though. And so you you start developing all these interesting teams to get around losing somebody. Um and it, it's where a lot a lot of theory craft and I mean a lot of theory craft goes in to every TW week on how do we counter this team for a 20. If you start doing GAC scoring you're you're going to take away a lot of that theory crafting because you you've already theory crafted in GAC, and so it's just not going to be as interesting to me. Like it, it's you know it's it's one of the things that sets it apart is the team that works in column A doesn't always work in column B for the same things, and that's just less fun, or that's more fun than you use the same teams in column A that you use in column B and you move along. It's it's the same game mode, just this time you have friends. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I mean, territory wars are just so different, honestly, from from ter- from GAC. Like, I, and I, I want it to stay that way. Right. Yeah, so. I, they, they should. They should be separate um yeah uh hey look we agreed on something just now (laughs) we did so let's disagree on the next podcast question of uh what's your plan for we we glazed over the mod calibration for datacrons so what's your plan for the new mod calibration like even if it's a side game side games have strategy behind them how are you approaching it well, I think right now, like I haven't, I haven't sat down, and I don't, I don't think I'm going to actually. Uh, so what, what I think, what I think is going to end up happening is, I'm going to be doing all of the plus tens and all the plus twenty fives on the really big rolls that I can 
first. Like, uh, I, I think that that's, I think I'm going to be rolling the, um, the ones that are like, hey, this could be, this is a 22, it could be a 28. This is a, you know, 21 speed, it could be a 27 kind of thing. I'll do that until it's time to, um, until until it's time for me to like, there's, there's no more worthwhile mods for that. Um, and then I guess we'll work from there. I just, I, I'm not seeing it as an ultra important, like, oh man, I need to plan every aspect of this kind of thing. Um, because I don't, I don't want to spend the kind of money that's required right now to be able <laughs> to fully engage in it. What about you? Um, so there's, there's kind of a lot to consider with it or a little, um, the first mods that I have targeted are the plus twenties that, or plus 19s that have four rolls on speed, but also have good stats on the other two, like two, sure. three of the four have to be good rolls. And then one one stat that you want to roll off of um for yep. example I, I sliced one earlier today that it it hit potency percentage instead of speed obviously i wanted the speed but now now the mod has a secondary of over 12 percent on the potency so even though it didn't slice in or calibrate into what i wanted it calibrated into something that i'm going to be happy with so that that's my target. I'm really trying for um, mods that are have good speed and have offense percentage on them to up my my offense percentage game. Or if I see a character like my Ray, I, I sliced my Ray's arrow. It's one of the first ones I did. I missed on speed twice because it's a. No, it has to be an offense percentage arrow. Uh, I, I missed the speed twice, but it hit health twice. And I was like, well, that's failing successfully. <laughs> I didn't hit the speed, but my Ray gained 4% health. Um, so the, those those are my targets. I, I think something that should be figured out, and it's the guys like uh, Wookie Town and Lysias the Fox and a couple of the other guys that are on the Grand Arena Science server have kind of figured out how mod slicing works, um, which is really interesting. So everybody sees the speed rolls and they say, well, that rolled four speed or that rolled six speed or that rolled five speed. And that's not actually what CG is doing. So what CG is doing is your speed roll is actually rolling at a fraction. So it might actually roll at 4.5, but then it rounds down to the four. And then your next mod rolls at 5.5. And instead of roll like looking like it rolled at five, it actually rolls at six because you add the two together and it's a six, it's a six speed gain. So when you're trying to roll for speed, if you're trying to decide between two mods, the the one with the higher slice rating, essentially, for speed, is the better one to slice because there's a better chance that you get a higher a higher speed roll out of it. And that goes for all of the all of the stats too, but most most people are concerned about speed. So 
If you have two plus fives, one is a 43.7% slice quality, one is a 40.2% slice quality, calibrate the one that's at 43.7 first because there's a better chance of a higher speed roll that way. I thought I, I thought that was really interesting. And I know Lyceus uh, created a website or an app that would do the math for you. And then apparently his servers were overloaded because way too many people went to it. So I don't know if it's still up, but he was saying the other day that he was worried that it wasn't going to still be up because of how many people were going to it. But um, that's that's the general consens consensus of how it is working right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then... So I, I've had had it happen three times in a row now, and it, it's getting very old. Um, so I I just did it as as you were talking. I did I did the flat. So I was like, all right, three awesome stats. I have health yeah. percentage, offense percentage, and speed. And I'm getting rid of defense, flat defense. Um, yeah. So now if I keep the results, instead of having 25 flat defense, I would have 20. Or instead of having 25, I would now have 23 flat defense. So. <laughs> yeah. Thank you yeah. for helping me just waste a bunch of resources. Like that that's why I can't take it that serious. Like I, I just all of those would have been awesome. And yet that that that's happened three times in a row and it's happened, I think, five times total across my other yeah. accounts. Like and all every time, invariably, it's a lower amount. Like it it's it's like it's weighted to go that direction or something. I I don't know. Just really frustrating to yeah, me. Yeah, I think that's I think that's RNG small sample size, but I I hate I've never seen it roll the same stat for higher. That's what I don't like about it. Like I because I've had a few roll the same stat, and every single time it's lower. Um, that I don't that I don't appreciate. Like at least if you're giving me flat defense back, give me you know forty nine instead of forty three. Um, well, and it's but, like, well, that that mod was cool, and now it's been like, now I have to pay twenty five to just do the same thing again. I, yeah, you're right. It's small sample size, and I'm I'm just like speaking from emotion here. Like, it, it just pisses <laughs> me off. Like, they, they want me to engage in this, and, and like maybe they what they should have done. And I actually don't like this as a business practice, but I, I'm like, this might have been nice if they had just like <laughs> taken taken these uh taken some of the the roles and like for the first like month made it so that it always <laughs> like increased at a huge rate and gave us speed more often than not and just like wrote it into the system and then and then like tapered it off and then we're like hey we feel good about this like right now i just i have i have the emotion of feeling like it's a waste of time because I've gotten almost nothing good out of it. Like <laughs> not nothing so far. And I mean, that's how mods are. That's they're discouraging, but it feels bad to have that be the rollout of like, well, you, no, yeah. in fact, you just get lower flat defense. Like that's what you get for engaging. Like <laughs> I wish that wasn't yeah. a possibility. So I'll, I'll stop ranting because it, it isn't rational. What, I, what I'm discussing. I just, um, uh, it's frustrating that's all yeah yeah uh and i get that and that's that frustration drives some people to spend and there you go there's the 12.99 crystal pack 
Yay. Uh, I do actually like, though, that so as you calibrate it a lot more, it gets progressively worse or progressively higher to calibrate it. And then they put a cap on how many times you can attempt. So for the average person, it's going to stop you. Like, I think two rerolls or two calibrations, whatever, I have no clue what to call this. Like, doing two is kind of fine. You won't see me doing more than two, at least for a while, maybe a year from now, when we have a ton of these resources, all of my mods that could be hit twice have been hit, you know, maybe then I'll start doing a third, a third calibration. But as of right now, it's just, all right, I did it twice. That was fun. Move on. Um, so I, I kind of like how they've priced me out of doing it more than twice. Sure. I like that. I, I like the, that for sure. Like instead of just like continuing on and doing the same thing and you're like, man, I've rerolled this one. Uh, so so here's a question how many times uh, because this would be really interesting to hear how many times do you think someone has intentionally rolled speed like with the intent of trying to get a three to turn into like a six and how many times has that penned out i'm guessing it's never panned out for him <laughs> i mean statistically it probably has but I bet it's um, happened so at some point. Someone was like, "Hey, I had a plus twenty-seven, and it turned into a plus 30. Look at how cool right. I am. I, I mean, I, I'm sure it has happened. I'm also sure it's not that often. It's not wise, probably either. Right? It's just right. <laughs> idle speculation <laughs> makes me chuckle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. All right. Um. So. Keeping on that theme, so God, we really didn't talk about the changes much tonight, but, you know, you can now farm 6E to 6A mats in can, not in Cantina, in the mod. <laughs> it does say Cantina, though. <laughs> uh, but does that change how many times you will refresh and what nodes you're farming with the mod energy? Um. Yeah, I mean, so... Right now, I, I've just been farming the the yellow node, the the node with the different fusion things. Um, so I, and I think that's just because of the novelty, frankly. I'm just like, this is so cool. I used to have to spend <laughs> money on this. I have to wait for challenges. And now it's just available. Um, uh, honestly, I, it's going to take some time to kind of adapt to all of this. Like the fact that we can farm mods more efficiently on the other nodes is also a factor. Um, yeah. Also, it also changes how often we should maybe refresh uh, the the assault battle. Um, I, I, haven't yeah. done, I haven't done the math. Like I've, I'm kind of somewhat bitter. Like I've been slowly compiling all these numbers and stuff for to be able to compare like the crystal value for all these different uh, relic levels at, or I mean mod levels and everything. And it's kind of just been thrown to the wind, like because they've changed <laughs> where how to farm all of them and what the value is. That's, that is true. It has. Um, yeah, I think I think my days of refreshing the assault battle are just done. Um, it, it was to be honest though, it was kind of I was done with it too two assault battles go because I've had like four straight where I haven't rolled anything more than a plus 12. And I kind of had to ask myself, why am I investing nine, 
900 to 1,000 crystals. So basically $10 into refreshing this one. The best I've gotten is a 12. Um, but now, now I feel very confident in saying, yeah, it, it's just done. Now we're guaranteed five uh, five-star mods. So, you, you know, you don't have to fight through the three stars and the four stars anymore. Um, and I've been farming, what is it? 9C and 9D. It's just every, every other day, I kind of flop, flip-flop between the two. I farm 9D, I get to 20 of the, the pieces to make sure. a 6E mod, and then I jump to 9C. You get to farm both pieces at once, yep. and I'll I'll get enough to do that. I mean, I'm getting, you know, it takes two days now to get a, a 6E mod. So I'm curious, actually. I, I need to look at one of the compares from the end of last GAC season to a compare of now. I should have done this before the stream, and to see how how my mod my 6e mods have grown because that those are the two that i have been just flip-flopping between 9c 9d 9c 9d every other day i'm doing something different uh once i'm done with the java requirements and once i have java and swolo geared i am going to be putting more refreshes into mods and i'll probably do three refreshes on the materials and then a couple refreshes into maybe only one, just like one refresh into mods every like farming new mods every single day. I'll figure out, I'll figure out how I want to break it down when I'm ready to break it down. But right now all focus is on Java and Swallow. Yeah. Getting Swallow ready is probably going to be important as well. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I think all the valuation has changed though and yes I, I don't know how i feel about that frankly <laughs> huh. um yeah it's it's fine it, we'll figure this out but but yeah like, like you said um I, I do actually really really enjoy the heck out of the um out of the the c the 9c one as well yep. it's, it's really good really yeah, strong yeah, yeah choice except for you know what <laughs> so this is this is just you know first world problems you know what annoys the hell out of me when you make a nine or not nine when you make a six b mod like when you slice it up you use what 30 of that blue the blue material so i'm consistently oh, yeah. having more of the other material and you can't farm to even them out and it really annoys the hell out of me uh. <laughs> that's it's a stupid i know but it just one of those small things that drives the hell out of me. Um, I mean, eventually you will just have like a huge excess of one of those then, apparently. Right. Yeah, that that's going to annoy me. Um, Does it not even out somewhere else? For some reason, I thought maybe it did. I, but... I don't think it does. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean... Um, uh, yeah, so it actually did change. I, I was for a little bit using the uh, shard shop or the, the what grand arena currency uh, for yeah. for the mod upgrade materials, and now the the value to that is has really tanked. I mean, it's 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 just way less because you <laughs> that your farming is just so much more effective now. It's it's literally like halved the the effectiveness right. of buying those. So I guess that that's one way you could even them out though if you really wanted to. 
Right. And that's, we'll see. We'll see if OCD kicks in and I do. Um, right. Well, yeah, I, I don't necessarily recommend it. Oh, I mean, right. <laughs> I, I just don't know yet, but yeah, it seems, seems like it's less value now. <clears throat> yeah. Um, all right. Um, are you surprised Bib Fortina isn't one of our marquees? And do you think he's possibly going to be Jabba's conquest buddy? I mean, I think I feel like that's what they're keeping their options open for, frankly. Like, why wouldn't you have Bib Fortuna? He's he's way more important than Kersantin to Jabba, you know? He one hundred percent is. And he showed up in the movie and in uh the Boba Fett show. Yeah. The Book of I, Boba, that's the name of it. Like, he showed up in both. Uh, right, the Mandalorian sequel show. Yes, yes, yeah. that, that <laughs> one. Um, yeah, I think they're keeping their options open. I wouldn't expect to see him anytime soon, though. Well, I mean, maybe he'll be the, the character that you can farm out of the new TB with the GET. But I, I wouldn't expect him to be a conquest buddy any anytime soon. Be right next to Saw Gerrera. No. <laughs> um, do you think Supreme Leader Kylo needs a conquest buddy? Uh um <laughs> You know what? Yeah, I do. Cause if he's stuck with Night Sisters, freaking Night Sisters <laughs> as his best option, yeah, he could use someone who fills a similar role. Like that it's obnoxious as hell that we have to use Night Sisters to make Supreme Leader Kylo work the best way. I think that's stupid as hell, actually. Like, if you really think about it, why Night Sisters? Like, like they didn't intend that when they created Supreme Leader Kylo. They're like, well, no, don't worry. Like, he's going to be flexible into the future because we have Night Sisters. Like, they didn't intend that. They made Supreme Leader Kylo. And then the community was like, hey, you know, it'd be pretty good with, with Kylo because he sucks right now. Night Sisters. Let's use Night Sisters. Good idea. Sol catch all problem solvers. Like, I don't know if this game would exist without Night Sisters because they are the things that the community uses to solve all the problems CG gives us. Well, yeah, because CG had the opportunity, what, four years ago to fix the DACA zombie thing, and they didn't. They just didn't. And Night Sister Zombie, I guarantee you, has been the bane of their existence forever. Oh. Um, the oh. problem is they're never going to create another character like that, so I don't think you're ever going to get DACA zombie away from supreme leader kylo <laughs> like when they have the first order datacrons i guarantee you the datacrons say full force first order team needs to be used <laughs> because i they i mean so and it, people are saying in chat they can fix it they could fix it right now but i think i think it's too late like they had the opportunity way back when they didn't fix it right that time i think if they fix the daka zombie combo now i i think it's too late um just give us that force vision dark side ray with the sharp teeth <laughs> <laughs> she can be I, she can be the assistant yeah god i've wanted the knights of ren in the game forever give give a knight of ren in dude 
the Knights of Ren are shallower and more stupid than Saw Gerrera. Just so. well, the, the uh, yes, and God, we can get into the horribleness of the lack of plan for the sequels. Uh, they, they had a lot of potential. I'll, I'll give you that. They had a lot of potential, yeah, and then it was yeah. like, I guess we'll just have them slaughtered by their own buddy. Right. Like I, I, I don't know what what <laughs> narrative value did they have? Like basically none. It's yeah. absolutely zero. Yep. Yep. But I'd be. I guess I'd be okay with like get, give him like a couple helpers. I don't. I don't care. Like get get Hux away from him. Give give us. Give us a guy from the Knights of Rand called Pucks, and he does the exact same thing. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of Lord Vader counters, because that that's really what Supreme Leader Kylo Daka and Zombie is most used for now. Um, if you're if you're building Fennec to counter Lord Vader, what thresholds on her modding are you looking for? I mean, I'm I'm sure that your guilds that you've been in have have had prescribed numbers. I mean, the, here's the thing: uh, with Fennec, as long as she lit, so you want you want Relic Five because you need to have like the right Datacrons to do that, and otherwise, like give her a lot of offense. But my Relic Five Fennec has been fine because the Great Equalizer is Armor Shred, and as long as you get two of those on there, that that like, gets rid of twenty five. Or all it gets rid of seventy five percent of his total defense, which means she like she pummels relic nines to death all the damn time at relic five, as long as she survives, which happens more often than not that you have like an oops she's she just disappeared from the game suddenly, <laughs> uh, because like someone just had a random big hit and yeah. it doesn't happen to my relic eight fennec nearly as often on my main, so I would say in general it, you're almost just mod like you need her to get to a decent offense number for sure but then it's almost like how survivable is she and the relic levels probably help more for that than anything yeah um your professor x fennec at r5 is just under 10-5 for offense and that that's basically the number i was going to say was get her get her around 10.5 plus like i have mine on my on my main account at 13,000 special offense but i think 10.5 is right around that line of okay yeah th this can handle the big guys like you said with some armor shreds i think if you you know if you don't have three offense primaries and an offense set you're doing it kind of wrong Yes, I, I agree with that. Like, yeah, she yeah. definitely, you, you need to focus on offense. I, yeah, like you said, um, yeah, it's probably good. Good to have those, uh, good to have those hard numbers, but um, let's see, what, what's my special, yeah, my special offense on my main is, yeah, it's really high as well. So, yeah. I, I mean, but I, I've noticed almost no difference, except she's, she just doesn't disappear as often because her supporting cast is better and she's just better. So, right. Yeah. I think if you were at like 9K offense, you would notice a difference, but have three primaries all at 6E and an offense set. And I think, like you said, give her some survivability because she, she does, she does need that. 
yeah she she can really use it every once in a while you're like oh and Finnick got one shot from start to finish by a yep. tri- tricky mall who just doesn't hit her until the end right um damn that man <laughs> all right uh another question is currently this account has neither wampa nor nest which provides more gac utility assuming or utility at r7 assuming you add the wampa omicron i mean so, I, I have a very obvious answer i'm curious to hear what your thoughts are i mean i would do wampa yeah like That's, instantly snap yeah. Right. No, no consideration. I, I love Nest. She has a special place in my heart. Yep. And she has just very little utility. Like I, I'm like, well, she could be on defense or stay on offense. And she I, like you don't really notice her presence. At least I haven't yeah. lately. Yeah, it, especially where we are. I mean, watching your younger account or while you were climbing up to Kyber on your other accounts, you used right. Nest. A lot more. Um, but in all those places that you used Nest, you could have used Wampa, and yep. your Wampa could also kill a Sith Eternal. Yep, there's there's almost no team like they, they'll target slightly different teams, I guess. But right. you know, like, but yeah, they're both afraid of tenacity down, mm-hmm. and so they're they're pretty similar overall. Like, I guess Wampa wouldn't want to mess with like Padme, and Nest right. can maybe do that. But yeah, overall, like, and Padme is kind of. You don't see Padme around much anymore, anyways. Even even with the younger cat, like <laughs> people use her. Don't get me wrong, but right. a lot of times it's like, well, hey, I I have Qui Gon Jinn, and and I have a lot of Omicron mats because I don't have access to all the characters who want Omicrons. Let's throw in a Qui Gon. Oh, hey, he wants Jedi Anakin. Oh, sorry, Padme. Like your team already sucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Wampa is the consensus. Um, Absolutely. All right. So. Next one's, let's say I don't have all the shards for a Cantina tune that's required for Java. Would it be better to buy those shards with the crystals and farm relic materials, which I'm very low on, um, or divert from relic farming to get said required tune? So, if you were in this spot and you had the crystals and could buy the shards with crystals... Would you do that and continue to farm relic materials, or would you would you still quote unquote free to play farm the character in Cantina? Oh, like like there's there's like a, a bunch of characters in Cantina that you have to actually use. You have to farm in Cantina. I'm I'm looking here. Like what what characters do you need to farm in Cantina specifically? Uh I honestly don't know for Java, but let let's just turn it into a. You know, let let's say fifth brother or something like you need somebody. Aura. Oh, aura. Um, I mean, it's it's way better value to just farm the character. Like if you wanna if you wanna escalate things that like make things faster, I think. I mean, you we'd have to get at a calculator, and I really don't want to do that. But I mean, <laughs> I, as long as you're willing to wait a little bit, I I would just farm the character frankly like it's more and more worth it the lower level the character is on in the cantina too so if it's an eight cantina energy farm you should absolutely go for the eight if it's a 16 then it starts becoming like well crystals are more value there yeah um 
Right. A, a, and especially since this question says I'm months away from Java. So it's not like it's I can have Java on day one no. if if I buy these shards and farm the relic material. So uh, with that caveat, because I think if you have the opportunity, like say a Grand Inquisitor, uh, if we switch this to Grand Inquisitor and you need to farm the character before the event comes back because you want him, um, before the event comes back, I think it's absolutely worth it to use the crystals while still farming for the materials you need because it's a time thing, right? You have to get it on time. Um, cantina farms take like, especially the low level cantina farms, if you refresh three times, it takes two and a half to three weeks. Like it's not, it's not like a hard node farm or something. So if, if it's time sensitive, I say buy the crystal or buy the shards with crystals. If it's not a time sensitive thing and you're months away, just, just farm. Just farm the character. I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, and, and you don't even have to like really fat quickly farm it. Like if you're months away, right? right. Yeah. Um, you you could do like what I do with mods, and on certain days you farm relic materials. On certain days you farm shards. You know, if if you need if you need both, um, and you're not in a rush. That's that's the key. If you're in a rush, it changes things. But if you're not in a rush, yeah, you can you can do any number of things. Um, <laughs> indeed, yeah. <laughs> just just uh, be patient. Uh, like, right. if you wanted to, like the the farm is fast enough. Probably, if you're months away still, you could just wait and see if you get lucky and CG just like gives her <laughs> as like the the bonus drops somewhere. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, actually, God, the Cantina farm is probably even faster for somebody like her because she's on the accelerated schedule, so it's like a two week oh. farm. Um, just so here, here's what I'll say: farm on the weekends, farm the character on the re weekends, relic materials on the weekdays, and there you go. <laughs> you'll oh. get you'll get the character in like two months, and you won't even notice. Um. All right. So yeah. now two two questions about the podcast. Um, so how many people listen to the podcast and how does it compare to a year ago? Mm, okay, so I actually have this, this side up. So first off, we can't tell exactly how we were doing a year ago because uh, ab about a year ago, about 11 months ago, we transitioned from uh, the libsyn to yep. to this uh pod pod bean is that what it's called just yeah. yeah um so so for the host like we don't have the stats for for like what exactly one year ago what i will say is um in october on october 16th so that's like a month from now so um it would be so so i guess 11 months ago uh, we had 782 downloads, and then the next couple were even were in, like in the low 600s. Um, so that that's what we were before, and then what we're getting right now is about 1,200 downloads uh, per week, and so we've about doubled it this last year, and that doesn't take into consider consideration how often people view it on Twitch, which on Twitch. Uh, 
you know, we have a bunch of people who watch live and that kind of rotates in and out. Uh, you know, we, we average somewhere between 50 and 100 people watching live. And then we also have people re watching it in replay uh, on Twitch. And th that's probably another five to 700 every week yeah. as well. So, yep. Yep. so better. Yeah, like I'd say, like maybe not quite doubling what it was before yeah. a week or a year ago, but um, we've we've grown for sure, and uh, yeah, it's it's been good, it's been steady, just uh, yeah. plugging along. The a thing like like a two hour podcast that's weekly is um, it it just takes a while to grow, especially when we're not. We also don't like just promote it all over the place. We're not like <laughs> everyone come watch us. We're just like, you know, we've kind of let it grow organically. And, you know, I talk about it on my channel some and we talk about it on our individual uh, streams and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's been fine. Steady growth. Yeah. yeah. And then, so the follow up question is Is there advantage to listening on the Twitch replay or a specific podcast app? And I, I think the answer is kind of no. Yeah. Other than it's easier to keep track of on a podcast app. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you download on the app, that that's it's easier to track. Um, yeah. I will say, like, there's a small amount of passive income we get for if you're watching it on Twitch and you yeah. get ads. Like, we, we get a yeah. small amount, but it's really like if you have a preference. If you're like, man, it it is just way more convenient for me to do one than the other. Like, do do the one that's your preference because it, it would make us. If you watched it on Twitch and it was like this big inconvenience to you and stuff, like you, you're probably not even making us 10 cents. You right. know, like we wouldn't even notice if you downloaded instead of watched it on Twitch. So if they're yeah. exactly equal to you, Twitch, otherwise, you know, your preference. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, and all right. So that that's all the podcast questions. We kind of did it in the wrong order just because one of the podcast questions led into um oh, the, good, man. the thing um but so how'd how'd you do last week <laughs> um i mean i already said my alt i went i went three and oh there which yeah. is silly um my main i went one and two and i was in a stupid group you saw the group um i was like man if i if i go oh and three i wouldn't even be that embarrassed but um yeah, I let's see. The first match was against the eventual winner of the group. Uh, he, he ended up beating Ewok Spy for the top spot. Uh, his name was Travman, so he beat me. And and I actually I had a chance to maybe beat him if I didn't just fat finger. And I like <laughs> I was using bounty hunters against Lord Vader was gonna work. And then uh, with with Bam, I fat fingered and went into a poop stance right as. Lord Vader was going into his alt, which is not the time <laughs> you want to do that, not at all. And and then my team exploded, as as you might imagine. Um, yeah. And after that, it was like, well, I have to. I tried to clean it up with Kenobi, didn't work. Had to clean it up with Ray, so I, I just ended up using three really good teams on that one, and that that was that was a disaster. Um, otherwise, I think I could have, I, I would have potentially, I probably would have cleared. And if I had cleared, then I would have won because he couldn't clear me. Um, he was just more efficient than me. So there was that. Uh, the next match was against our good friend Arsenal. Uh, that was a really fun one. Uh, we went back and forth. We played it on Gambit Fight Night some. I ended up squeaking that one out just barely. Um, and then the last one was, was against a fellow content creator, Kin. He uh, he plays 
like one of the most crazy hyper efficiency games ever and i had one little slip up and that was enough to just uh lose the whole thing for me and uh you know that's why i hate efficiency it was like one little mistake and goodbye winning so uh that's that uh one and two but i think i'm still in the top 100 we'll see how that goes probably have another poison group again how was your week uh it it was mostly good until the end you know the first the first match my opponent placed no GLs on defense, but it wasn't an efficiency match. Just, you know, nobody kind of knew what what was going to happen because he actually set really difficult teams, uh, just no GLs. And so he lost a couple times on my defense. It was like Avrad and Geos got holds. Go figure. Um, those were the two teams that got holds and got me the win. Uh, the for fight night, my opponent placed three GLs on defense, and I dropped I I dropped two, but they dropped four, um, and so I I got the win, and then last night round three, the game decided I was not going to win, and there was there was literally nothing I could do about it. Um, you know I had. Uh, I, I think I mentioned it earlier. I had a character that had didn't have a dodge crown on, dodged th- a killing blow three separate times, even though my data crown had accuracy on it. Um, I had uh, I went up against the Adrad team and had him in the red three separate times, and all three times my first order team that gets advantage didn't crit. Like you know, sometimes. Sometimes you're just a punching bag of RNG. And so at least all the bad RNG happened in one night as I cursed away on stream because, God, it was frustrating. Um, but I went 2-1, and one, so yeah. not going to complain with 2 and one week. When you lose in the finals, it sucks, but you still had a 2 and one week. Well, that's the nice thing about finals. You're like, well, it was a net increase for the week. We're good. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh that puts me on a six and three pace and if you finish six and three there's nothing to be ashamed about in this day and age that ain't bad right um yeah so we'll see we'll see how this next week looks up or looks i i have um in my pod I, i i didn't look since we started the podcast but i had right around me one of the other guys that's in the clones war room with me like literally directly next to me so that that could be a fun matchup um nice i think yeah. i think arsenal's gonna be in my group again this will be the fourth week in a row you're gonna be arsenal and northern border <laughs> oh yeah yeah northern border is also potentially in my group yeah gone was just excluded from our group by one unfortunately yeah this yeah. this week that, my group was already insane enough i guess i'm glad that gone wasn't there too. yeah and I am ruin my life further. I kind of got lucky because Blade is nine spots away from me right now, so I'm safe. I don't have to worry <laughs> about Blade. Um, nice. Yeah. So that's you know it'll be an interesting week next week, and I have my my old Ben Tie Fighter pilot team lined up, ready for people to just swing and miss consistently. That will be very fun for me, hopefully. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see how next week goes. 
<laughs> we will indeed. Um. Yeah. So. I feel like we say the same thing every week, but what did you do anything to your roster this week to kind of set yourself up? Uh, well, I got the Savage Omicron. <laughs> so, you know, that hopefully he'll get to live up to his name. He can do some savage things to some people. Um, yeah. And otherwise, that's that's about it. I mean, the... The only requirement I could even possibly be working on, everyone is gear twelve plus or gear eleven plus whatever on on my um the three hut cartel characters. But then, uh, otherwise, Aura needs to go from five to six, and then everyone else is ready, good to go. And I'm just trying to build up my resources. Really, like it's it's been a rough couple months trying to get profundity and job already at the same time. Uh, yes, it, God, it really has been. Um. Yeah, I I am basically doing the same. I got Wedge to R5, so I can use the Rebel Datacron uh, with Wedge if I want to. And I use Wedge and Arena for Fleet as well, so did not feel a bad a bad increase. Um, then I I got Skiff Lando six six E mods this week, and I'm. That that's where I'm at. I think I need I, I didn't update it since the daily reset happened, but I'm like I think forty furnaces and forty data pads away from having all the requirements for Java. Once once I get the shards. That's you know, once I get the shards, I will be ready for Java or have all the requirements done. Once I get these forty more uh, furnaces and data pads, which should be easy enough to farm, even if they release uh, all the characters this week, it's not going to be hard to get uh, those those materials. I think it, you know, hot hot utils tells you, or no, it's the the gear, uh, Swaga events. The gear tells you how much is going to cost if you want to spend resources on it, and I think it would cost me. Uh, ten thousand get two to get all the pieces I need. Oh, so that's not bad. No, not not at all. So and I'm farming him too. So it, it I'll I'll have that wrapped up this week, thankfully. And then we just have to wait for the shards to drop. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We gotta wait. Um. Hopefully, Chrysanthemum is gonna be farmable soon. Hopefully, he's gonna be farmable like tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm hoping for an update this week to get Kersantin. Um Because I'd really like to start farming him. Like, you know he's going on a hard node. So I'd like to get as much of a jump start as we can on him. Yep, I agree. i uh, got to farm him. I don't know how many refreshes I'll do. I'll have to do the math. But... Right, yeah, I'll, I'll figure out the math as well. Um, but yeah, so... In theory, the update this week is also going to push the relic changes for R8 and R9 that were promised in way back when. So that'll be actually, that'll be good. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, hopefully. <laughs> I, I want them to give us a refund. Yeah, that won't happen. <laughs> I know. I know. But yeah. I want it all the same. So, yeah. Otherwise, probably about done, huh? 
We are. Yeah, it's it's we've we've hit the post two hour mark, so probably a good time to be done. All right. Well, guys. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, don't be dicks. And remember that evil sucks. See you next week, guys.